Welcome to Animal Cafe, where you'll hear weekly interviews with experts and enthusiasts working to better the lives of animals, and a monthly segment reviewing fun, fabulous, and useful products for your pets. Check our website, animalcafe.co, for more. Welcome to another episode of Animal Cafe. I'm your veterinary correspondent, Lori Houston, and I'm joined today by author and pet lover, Peggy Freezone. Good morning, Peggy. How are you today? Good morning, and thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I appreciate you being here. So let's get right into it. Um, you uh, have a book called Dieting with Your Dog, correct? Yep, I am. Um, the book is about the journey that my dog and I took together to get healthy and to get fit together. And what prompted that journey, Peggy? Well, it started, it was just a, um, a routine visit to the vet, but um, Kelly's vet mentioned that she was overweight, and I didn't really think too much about it until she started listing all these health risks that um, that Kelly could have from being overweight, and she mentioned diabetes and heart disease and bone and joint problems and cancer. And as I was listening to them, I was thinking, that is exactly what my own doctor had been telling me, that, you know, I was a little bit overweight, and I was at risk for all these, and in fact, had a few um, high blood pressure and prediabetes, and I realized that my, um, you know, my lifestyle, my habits weren't just affecting me, but they were also affecting my dog, and if I was sitting around, she wasn't getting a lot of exercise, and if I was eating unhealthy foods, she was getting, um, you know, the scraps of the pizza crust, and she wasn't getting healthy foods either. So my um, and my lifestyle was affecting her, so that's when I realized we needed to get into shape together. Yeah, that's terrific. I think a lot of people don't realize how, how serious being overweight for a pet is. Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they see a cat or a dog that's, has a weight issue, and they think it's kind of cute, and maybe it is to look at, but there are so many health issues that go with it. And like you said, a lot of them are very similar to what, what people experience when, when we're overweight. Right, and, and Kelly's veterinarian said that a lot of pet parents don't recognize that their pet is overweight. Um, one of the things that I saw with Kelly is... Um, and she's very furry. She's got a lot of thick hair, and I didn't really evaluate what was underneath all that. And um, the vet, um, her vet said that it's probably one of the top problems that she deals with there in the office is pet obesity. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. I hear that a lot in my practice, too, Peggy. A lot of people, uh, you know, when I kind of gently try to indicate to them that their pet is overweight. I, I hear things like, well, I thought it was all hair. That's right. That's right. I guess it's no excuse, but um, you, tend to, you tend to not notice it, especially if you're not really paying a lot of attention to it in your own life. So you tend to not really sit in your dog. I think a lot of it is education, too. I think a lot of people just don't know what to look for to, to even begin to tell whether their their pet is overweight or not. That is one of the um one of the points that the vet mentioned is to get a um either to get an unbiased opinion from somebody or from the vet to evaluate your dog and then um there also are 
body um, condition scores that you can evaluate your dog by can you feel her ribs and can you see that abdominal tuck underneath where the waist would be and you can really look at your dog from up above and try to evaluate the sides and above to see if they are are possibly overweight. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of those body condition score charts are online. Purina has one, I believe, on, on their website that people get, can go to and, and look at. Um, right. Let's uh, let's talk about some of your tips for dieting with your dog, Peggy. What what uh, what would you recommend as far as getting started? The the first thing that we did was to take a look at our food, not only what we were both eating, but how much we were both eating. Um, I think the tip that made the biggest um, results for my dog is to measure her dog food. Um, I was giving her two scoops a day, and I had a scoop, and I'd put it in the dog food bag, and I'd scoop it out, and I never measured it. And when, um, you know, when I learned that she should be getting, for her size, three-quarters cup twice a day, um, that was what my vet recommended for her, and I measured it out, I was giving her, like, each scoop was at least two or three times more than three-quarters cup. Yeah, so that's a big difference. Yeah, it was. She's about she's a kind of cocker spaniel size, and um, she weighed about I think she weighed about thirty nine pounds, something like that, and she should be about thirty five or in that range, something like that. She lost six pounds, so that was pretty good. That's very good. That's excellent. Right. So measuring was a big thing, and. Um, I can't say that I actually measure my own foods, but it is a good idea if you can discipline yourself to do that for yourself also. Um, but to at least have accountability and an idea of of how much you're eating. And, and once we got the um, quantity, I also you know, took a look, good look at the quality of the food and really educated myself on that. And it's very complicated topic and everyone has different ideas about what's the best dog food and what you should feed your dog. And I, I've learned a lot about the ingredients and I came to the conclusion for myself that I'm going to feed her the very best quality dog food that I can afford. And I can't afford the, the tippity-top, what might be the ultimate supreme, according to many people, but I do feed her the very best quality I can. I make sure that the the ingredients are as wholesome as possible, and it actually has made a big difference in her um, blood test results. Terrific. What kind of exercise did you incorporate into? Well, at first, you know, I was going from I work at a desk all day long, and I was going from zero, and because because I wasn't getting out and doing very much. You know, we have a fenced-in yard. I'd let her out in the yard. But the ducks don't always run around a lot in in the yard. When she's let out, she'd sniff around a little bit, but I wouldn't say she was getting a whole lot of exercise out there. So we started off just walking, um, and we started, you know, we gradually increased how far we walked. And um, 
she always loved to walk and would get so excited about it. So that would make me much more excited about getting out there with her. And then then we would increase it to um, playing games more. It was like throwing the um, the tennis ball around and chasing after it and things like that. Do you feel like it helped you having Kelly as a companion in, in your weight loss plan? Do you feel like that helped you to, to achieve your goals? Absolutely. I think I think for me it made all the difference. Um, it was something we could do together and something that I knew was good for her. And a lot of times I find we don't do what what is good for ourselves, but we'll do it for somebody else, somebody that we love. So I really, um, I probably wouldn't have gotten myself as motivated to get out and walk, but doing it because she loved to do it, then I would get out and do it. So it was good for both of us, and it helped us, you know, develop a develop a bond in that way that we were um, spending more time together and doing something really fun and healthy together. I think that's a great point, too, that it, it helped improve your bond with Kelly. It did. Sometimes she'd look so bored during the day. Uh, she likes to lay on the top of the back of the couch, and um, she'd just lay and look out the window and look so bored, and I'd feel so guilty about it. So now, you know, we get out, and she actually comes up. I'm working at my desk. She comes up. She'll start nudging me a little bit if I haven't gotten up to take her out for a walk, and the that doesn't get my attention. She actually takes her paw and just slaps it down on the keyboard, and that certainly gets my attention. <laughs> so, do you notice a, a difference in her overall well-being now that she's taken off a lot of the weight that she needed to lose? Absolutely. She, um, you know, she's definitely. She was. Oh, she's always kind of. Well, she's almost ten now, so she does. You know, she does sleep a lot. She's kind of a lazy dog, but she's she's definitely got more energy. She's she still jumps and runs and she loves to do it. So it's um you know, it would be a shame to just let her sit around if she really loves to be active and energetic. And like I said before also, not only do I notice a difference in her energy and her attitude, but her um her blood work at the vet has all improved. It was all sort of borderline in various areas and it's all proved so I, I got to attribute that to everything um, that's wonderful news that's that's a huge step there just getting everything Definitely. back in in the normal range you know Lori and... for this I had a yellow lab just before Kelly and he got to be very obese and much more so than Kelly did and I I didn't know any of what I've learned now with Kelly and I feel I feel really bad. I just wished I'd known it then. And of course, we can't go back. But I saw how much the the obesity affected his joints, and you know it was so painful for him to walk, and how much it did shorten his life. Um, and it was it was something that I could have prevented if only I had been aware. And it seems it's so simple now that I see it, but at the time I didn't see it. So. I'm very grateful that now I've learned this together with Kelly. Well, I think it's wonderful that you have this resource out there for people that need this type of information, too, because there are so many pet owners that, like with your lab, they just they don't know, 
And sometimes just a little bit of encouragement can be all it takes to get them off the couch and get them doing the things they need to be doing, too. Yeah, I hope the book is is just that, an encouragement. It's not necessarily a how-to book, although there is some in the back, but it's sharing our story and our journey. It's wrapped up with um, different issues with my, you know, my family and I, reasons why we might overeat and might um, also overfeed our pets, the role that our pets play. Um, for me, Kelly was kind of filling a void because I was just going through the empty nest. So a lot of times our dogs fill some sort of need or void and sometimes we might overfeed them um, because we think that's showing them a lot of love. And I learned that overfeeding her, giving her lots of treats and sweets and goodies, that's not what showing her love was. Showing her love was really about keeping her healthy and keeping myself healthy so that we could spend a lot of time together still. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. So if, if someone's interested in purchasing your book, Peggy, where can they go to, to find well, that? You can, um, you can get the book on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com um, or your favorite bookstores can get it for you. Also, you could um, get it through my look at my website, which is um, peggyfreezon.com, P-E-G-G-Y-F-R-E-Z-O-N.com. Um, and you can get it in those ways and um, check out on my blog. There's a link there also. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Peggy, for joining me well, today. Thank you. And that's it for another episode of Animal Cafe. Join us again next week for another fun and informative podcast. Thanks and have a great week.